WATV Radio seeks to inform and engage the Bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army and the kingdom. We recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood, but with the principalities and the powers of the air. We are a ministry of prayer, and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe. We provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms, and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army. So we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go bride! Our soon coming king awaits. This is a WATV disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are The Bride Ministries, We Are The Bride Radio, or We Are The Bride Television. Thank you. Hello, Bride. Are you a writer? Or do you have a story to tell and maybe you need a little help with your writing? Well, go to Treehouse Publishers today. We can help you achieve your dream. Dreams come true in our house. Do you have a book just waiting in your spirit to come out and share with the world? Well, Treehouse Publishers will help you to achieve your dream. Write that book today. Sell your book in London, in Africa, and many other countries. Let your tree bear much fruit with Treehouse today. Go to www.gotreehouse.org. Good evening, Bride. Good evening. Hey, this is your host, Dr. June Knight, tonight with Bride Time Live. Come on now. We have got a special guest tonight, Stacy Mitchell. Uh, he's from Alabama, and he will be joining us shortly. I'm so excited to host him and to see what God is doing about these drag queen story hours across the nation. So he should be joining us very shortly. Hello. Hello, Miss Ann. Hello, Jeanette. How are y'all doing tonight? God bless you. I'm so excited. Hello, Agape. What's up, Cheryl? Hey, Stacy. Let me add you here. Bring Stacy camera. Hey, I'm ready. I guess I am. Yes, how's it going, Stacy? Well, uh, like I told you, I'm going to try to stay low-key tonight and not get so fired up that I blow out, the, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. blow out the speakers and blow out myself. And You know, uh, since we're doing a dual screen, I don't see any... Uh, People joining or text, anything like that. Is this something new? No, use your finger and swipe it because she had the same thing last night. I can't see any text. I know. Use your finger and swipe it. Where? Oh, there I it is. Okay. All right. I got it. I got it. Hey, some lady is saying, get fired up, Stacy." <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I, I will in a minute. Because <laughs> I've learned a lot, lot about Facebook. I've been studying. It's such a powerful tool. Yeah. The first few min the first few minutes is the most important. People are okay. seeing that. There's yes. actually I actually cut it so my head can be above there. Ain't that cool? Yeah. That's my that's my PayPal account. I don't advertise too much, but uh, I'm running all over the country, and uh, it takes money to do that. Yes, it does. And I was just reading tonight, uh, just before we come on. Some of the schedules of the Drag Queen Story Hour, where they're going, I was like, wow. I don't know. Just found out about Wichita, Wichita, um, Kansas, you know. Yeah. Um, we'll get into all that, but I'm like, well, I told you, 1 Corinthians 3 and 6. Some plant, some water, and God gives the increase. Yes. I want to go bigger. And I want to do more for the Lord, but I'm not going to be discouraged by how many people are here, how many people see me, how many people yes. listen to me. I got a job to do for the Lord, and I'm going to do it. Come on now. Amen. So uh, I like the friends. I like the Facebook. I welcome everybody. I'm going to see that as we're coming on, people, are, we welcome them. We'll be personal. Yes. We will. Uh, we can even pray for people, prophesy people tonight. Uh, I've read a lot about Facebook. You need to make people feel like they're out there, not just talk over them. Because yeah. uh, if you if you do that enough, you, these people will not join you. They want it. Yeah. That's why it's, Facebook is supposed to be a two way street and friends, right. not just somebody building their ministry. We got all these people building. You're gonna get me started real quick. And you ain't said nothing. We got all these people building their ministry. I want to build the kingdom of God. Yeah. My ministry ain't no good without the Holy Ghost and the fire and God on it. I see a lot of people building ministries. They ain't got no signs. They ain't got no wonders. They ain't got no miracles. They're exaggerating. They're lying. Da 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 da. I ain't about that. Yeah. You know that. You can tell. Yes. Now, Stacy has to start off, and I want to pray for us tonight for this broadcast. Or if you would pray, that would be great, Stacy, to pray for us to keep this broadcast off. Amen. Well, the first thing I do is, that's my best friend right there. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. People say, who's your friend? I said, I got him in my shirt, got him in my heart, I got him all over me. Praise the Lord. <laughs> I feel him all over me. That's the reason. I feel him in my hand. I feel him <laughs> in my feet. I feel him all over me. Yeah. Hallelujah. That's what okay, we need to be teaching the kids. Yeah. Yeah, you go ahead and pray a little bit, and I'll pray a little bit. Cause I thought about that, too. We need to start off our, our meeting so that we get good coverage and good sale and get people invited. Go ahead. Lord, we just give you glory. We yes, we do, Lord. Tonight, Lord. This broadcast is for you, Lord, for you to have all the glory. Lord, we thank yes, you. Yes, Lord. Ministers such as Stacy, Lord, that have Bless you, Lord. And to go stand up for you, Lord, and stand up for your word across this country, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that he takes the cross and he's a visual, a visual to what uh, you do for people, Lord. And we thank you that you have given this heart to him, Lord, that he is a, an outreach person, that he has the heart to go. And Lord, I thank you that he is a great example to the body of Christ. Lord, we pray that may you be glorified tonight. 
In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. And Lord, we pray over our cells, phones. We pray over our signal. We pray over people's signal. Yes. Lord, we ask you to have scrollers just scrolling through, and they lock in on us, and they hear about Jesus. Yes. And we welcome our friends. We need all of you. We need you to be praying and stay tuned for what you're going to hear because uh, I got some messages from the Lord. And let me tell you, I want to, and I ask us all in the Jesus name, you plead the blood over this. Yes. Lord, Lord I even probably know some of the, uh, the uh, drag queen uh, buddies are watching because of the last time. Yeah. And, uh, I ain't afraid of you, and I ain't afraid of the devil. I'm afraid of the Lord. Yeah. I, I obey him, Yes. and Lord. you need him, and he'll make you think you're bold for the drag queens. You need to get bold for the Lord. Be like yeah. Paul, the apostle. He became so bold that he was in prison more than he wasn't in prison, but he wrote two-thirds of the New Testament in prison. Yes, Lord. So I bless you. If you're coming on here to scope me out, I hope you hear something tonight that will cause you to have a road to Damascus experience and you'll get saved and you'll be the biggest advocate for the Lord yes. instead, of for the drag, instead of the LGBTQ or drag queen or anything to do with sin. Yes. Amen. Amen. We pray in Jesus' name, Lord, I lift you up. Yes, Lord. Amen. Donna Amen. from Tennessee, Nellie from the Northwest. Every now and then I'll throw somebody in. Let me tell you something, folks. I was a part of the Brownsville Revival. For four years. Somebody mentioned it to me the other day. And I, and I get this regularly. And they say. When are you going to forget about that. Or it's the past. That revival affected me so much. In the past. That I'm doing what I do now. Because people want revival. Look at me. People out there. You really want revival. If the fire of God falls on you. You might go to the street and carry a cross. You might go witness to someone at the grocery store you ain't never witnessed before. Or you might even go to a drag queen story hour and stand out front and tell people they need Jesus. There was 400 people out there in Mobile, so I witnessed a lot. The TV uh. cameras, the TV cameras from WKRG TV, NBC, 15, WPMI, they were all there. So I got to what? witness to a lot of people. So that's what revival is. These people said you were protesting. No, I wasn't protesting. I was standing in the gap for some little bitty kids and some parents. Come on. Come on, welcome. amen. Welcome, Brother Adam. Lawrence from New Orleans, that guy's on fire. Praise the Lord. Yeah. All right, so I'm just going to try to sit back and relax a little bit. Every now and then I'll stir up some coals, then I'll be back uh, blow some wind on it. So. Okay, Stacy, let's go ahead and start this out. Uh, there's many people watching that probably don't know about your ministry. So would you mind telling them a little bit about yourself and about what you do for the Lord and what your yeah. calling is, basically? Okay. Well, for those that watch this later on, you share and uh, save this. And people watching, stay tuned for all of it. Well, I don't know how long we'll be, but uh, this will not be a sermonette. Five minutes and you're gone. That's most people's problem on Facebook. Anywhere else, they got uh, the devil HDAT or whatever you call that. They don't. They can't be. They can't. Yeah. They can't be. Can't be still for more than five minutes. Yeah. And 
and people want to they want to drive in on Facebook like Burger King. Give me give me your spill on God in two minutes or I'm gone. Scroll by. Well, if you like that, you you know um, I hope I catch you. But uh, boy, I pray for your and I pray for your deep down inside that you yeah. get a hold of God where you ain't living on five minutes of this and five minutes of that. Okay. All right. So that was that part. Yeah. Because. God and revival do not like a clock. God's on a time clock, but thank God he didn't run. You didn't run out of time when God didn't give up on you, somebody. Yeah. But my ministry now, you know, I told you I was part of the Brownsville Revival for four years from two, from 97 to past 2000. Wow. Went there every week, only missed maybe three or four times in four years. So I was there every weekend, drove 130 miles one way, 130 miles back one way. And uh, I did, did, did without food and, and did without sleep. And people say I'm too busy. I had a full-time job and still did that, just like I'm doing now. People say I'm too busy. You are no busier than I am. I work what? a full-time job and travel every weekend pretty much. So don't give me that uh -huh. bull about you too busy. That's a lazy excuse for saying you're a surface Christian, okay? Wow. I'm going to be honest and real because I, I get on with people and they say, you're too tough. I said, no, I ain't too tough. I said, I'm tough on the outside because I deal yeah. with the worldly people and I deal with elements out there because yeah. the revival for four years set me up, okay? After the revival ended, Bless you, Lorraine. I see Galen, my, my, my nephew. Every now and then, somebody will come on there I recognize. I can't see without these glasses. Boy, I need to be touched <laughs> in Jesus' name. Yeah. Um, and after revival, I said, what am I going to do where the fire of God is at? Because, see, the fire of God was there. We didn't have to, we didn't have to drum it up. We didn't, have to, we didn't have to do all this emotionalism and all this stuff people. I mean, the presence of God was waiting on us because people were waiting all day to get in church, okay? Some of them all night and all day to get into a service. I don't know where, anywhere else. People said they have a revival. I said, I ain't seen nothing like that. I ain't seen hundreds of people coming, thousands of people coming to the altar at a time. Uh, these people exaggerate about how many people they're winning to the Lord, and they're all over Facebook doing Let me address that. If you're winning so many people to the Lord and by the hundreds and hundreds, you ought to be busting out the scene with your street witness and ministry team or your church team or something. I hope you're discipling all these people. I don't know. But I'm right. fed up. I'm fed up with fake Christianity like fake news. Okay. Come on again. I'm the real deal. Uh, that's the biggest compliment that I get when I go on the street that I'm a real deal. Now, after the revival, I like, what am I going to do because of the fire of God? Well, the Lord gave me a vision that lasted over 30 days in Texas where I seen a man with a cross on a shadow on my wall. Well, naturally, naturally, I thought it was Jesus. Till three years later, I had an experience on the street with Obadiah Franklin. Bless you, brother, if you're watching. And I seen him, a mouth drop about this far. I never seen nobody with a cross on the street. Yeah. Uh, I, said, I said, wow, what an image. You don't even have to speak. One man said, we're preaching all day, ain't saying a word. I said, well, you give us a chance, we'll preach. But us standing there with our big crosses 
and our signs on our cross and the crown of thorns. That's the real crown of thorns right here. This is the one that goes on my crown. I mean, on my cross. Oh, isn't that awesome? It's a real crown I, of thorns. It come from Jerusalem, and it will make I, you bleed. I've been cut by it many times. <coughs> that that's on the cross. I imagine, love it. Imagine putting that on your head, pushing it down, oh. bleeding like. Jesus, thank I you. Imagine. So. With a sign that says Jesus of Nazareth, crown of thorns, and spike painted red for the blood of Jesus. It's got wheels on it so I can move it. It's so big. It's 12 foot tall, 8 foot wide. I've been doing that for nine years and I've been in 16 states. Three of them just lately. I went to Wyoming, South Dakota, and to Arkansas within 30, 40 days. Paul from California is watching. Arian is from New Mexico. Ron Haley. Uh, from Northwest. Let's see here. Wow, you got a lot of people jumping on. Okay, it must be on my page. I'm glad you tagged me, right? Uh, yes, that's Gracious. Kathy Stewart, uh, couch. Wow. Got some fireballs on here. We ought to have the flame <laughs> blowing up. Wow. Okay. All right. So, that's where the ministry's at right now. And I preach in tents and preach in churches. I preach anywhere that I get a chance because I found out it's not about the building. Right. Too, too many people are in the four walls and they want the platform to preach. And they ain't witness one time on the street. Oh, me. Right. You can say, you can say, oh, me, amen, or ouch, or whatever you want. You get the real deal from Brother Stacy. Because carrying the cross makes you realize you're by yourself a lot. I you, bet. You're dealing with the heat, you're dealing with the noise, you're dealing with the smoke and the smog and all that. But the presence of the Lord comes when people come up and ask me about Jesus. Oh. And I don't, I don't know what they're going to say, who they are, what, they, what they're going to do. But you know what? Many preachers on the platform, they know what their sermon notes on, they know what they're going to preach about. But when you carry the cross on the street or on Bourbon Street or... or uh, uh, where we come from, the drag queen, we're going to get in at a minute. All these places, you better be ready. The devil eat your lunch. I bet. Yeah, people that say they all this and all that, all these platforms, I tell them, preacher, you come out with me on the cross a couple of times. We'll see what you got. <laughs> yeah, all these all these Pentecostal <laughs> preachers running all these people to the Lord on the streets and everything they're doing. You come hang out with me. We'll see what kind of goods you got. Yeah. You better have the Holy Ghost and fire and power to hang out with me. Not that I mean, because God, I'm gonna take you into the enemy's camp. Yeah. You're gonna even make you gonna make the devil a run, or you're gonna tuck and hide yourself. Yeah. So I go preaching. I go. I go anywhere in the world, and if somebody out there wants me to come, this is what I've been telling people lately. If you want a man carrying a big old cross to come to your town, you get a hold of me. I need invites because I need people with boots on the ground already, okay? I can go yeah. anywhere I want with the cross, and I've done that for nine years. But now well, I'm, going, Stacey, to, let me I'm going to big you. events. Hey, let me ask you this, Stacy. Will you go to a town and teach their church, like their people, how to do evangelism? Yeah, that's you what will. I want to do. And I've done that a few places. Yeah, uh, I've done that a few places. I had a team, uh, a team, a couple 
that I went to New Mexico and preached at a man's church and uh, had a move of God there. Felt like God really moved, but they caught one thing. They said that you carry a cross. So they immediately asked me to come back and carry the cross. They wanted it so bad because he had never carried the cross. And uh, they paid my plane fare, and we built a cross out there. I have mine now where you can break it down and ship it in a box. I can ship it ahead of from me like I did at Sturgis just now yeah. or wherever, California, all these places I've been. Break it down. I'll come in, and, and I'll train one night, two nights. I've done a little bit of that. And then take these people on the street. Well, this couple brung me out there. We had 15 or 20 people on the streets. And then I uh, did it in Arizona, too. We had a whole team. And, uh, boy, I tell you what, I love to watch these people get after these lost people on the street. Chase them up in Walmart parking lot. We go after them after a while. If they don't come to us, we go after them. <laughs> we, we got run off there, of course. Yeah. Private property. And I knew they said they wanted some more action. So I saved that to the end because I knew what was going to happen. I yeah. said, okay, you guys want some action. Here you go. We're going to go up in the parking lot and get everybody coming out the store. So yeah. we, we was bam on them. And uh, here come the manager about 15, 20 minutes later. And we got a few of them. And we worked on the manager, of course, too. But yeah. uh, I know all the rules. I know quite a bit of them. I've never been arrested. I almost got arrested in Mobile, Alabama a couple weeks well, ago. Thank you, Stacey. I want you to talk to us about these drag queen story hours. Now, I want you to explain to the bride what is a drag queen story hour. Yes, please let me talk about this a minute here. Because yes. I, didn't, I didn't know nothing about it till just recently, too. But see, it was a setup by the Lord. Because I prepared for a whole year to go to Sturgis Motorcycle Rally in Sturgis, South Dakota. Yeah, with with Tina and and Jeff Bennett, two awesome fireball preachers up there in Wyoming. And if y'all watching later, God bless you because you guys are part of this. <laughs> y'all had something to do with it. I already blaming them for what's going on now because when you see a half million motorcycles in three days, okay, half million. Yeah, we got the report. You make the newspaper up there with your cross out of the top fifty pictures. In, in the Surge's back rally, there's one of them is a man carrying a cross on the street. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't, listen, I wasn't in no back alley carrying a cross. I was on the main yeah. road where all the motorcycles were. Well, they came to the cross all day long. See, I didn't have to wait for one or two here. They came all day long because I was right where they were at on the sidewalk. Yeah. All the month. So they had no choice but to go go right by me. Some of them tripped on the cross. Wow. Yeah, but they had a message to them. How blind are you that you can't see a cross? Boy, won't that wow. preach? I could preach right there and stop the yeah. whole thing, but I won't. Brother yeah. Ronnie from New Orleans, God bless you. Jeff Ben is watching. I just talked about you guys. You guys are the blame for what's going on. That's a good thing. <laughs> they set me up to come to South Dakota, and I came back from that. Yeah. Like, when you done seen that many motorcycles and the witness as much as I got to you going, this is a real deal here. Yeah. Um, but, but when you're talking about the drag queen story, hour, I'm, you're I'm leading up to it. Okay, go ahead. I'm just telling you what brought this about. 
because okay. if, if you do one assignment, okay, and you're doing them, yeah. I'm watching you. And anybody that's watching her needs to support this lady because she's the real deal, too. Oh, I've watched her obedience and her faith go do stuff that even makes me quiver. Man, oh. she's got some faith. She's got obedience. People think you and I, June, are nuts because we just do whatever God tells us to do. I, I tell people all the time, y'all know what I'm fixing to say to follow me. Yeah, I'm a nut, but at least I'm hanging on the right tree. <laughs> what's I've your excuse? Before, I tell people, what's your excuse? All right. Coming back from that, I'm like, man. These things are getting so big that you're doing, Lord, cross You want me to go where lots of people are at. So that's right. Well, I was, I was just relaxing one evening, not too long after that. And I heard about this drag queen story hour in Mobile, Alabama. I was like, what? What's this? Where these <laughs> I'm just like a lot of worldly people or churchy people just hearing about this. I had to repent. Because I hope in the next 10 minutes after I tell you about it, you're going to repent too. Anybody watching long enough. Because I found out, and God has been showing me ever since this happened, when I heard that, well, first I heard about the satanic statue that was up yeah. in Little Rock, Arkansas. Yeah, Bob Met, yeah. Yeah, I was like, what's the deal with that? And the Lord started giving me downloads on it and told me what to do and went up there. Now, this was just right after coming back to Sturgis. God says, I want you to go up there and cleanse the land. He said, Now, that when was you say cleanse the land, what do you mean? Explain it well, to him. Well, I don't want to get too long in two places. I won't be able to tell the story about the drag queen. Okay. But to All cleanse right. the land, the Lord says, the land and the public library are his property. Yeah. The church, the church is just hanging out in the church. Uh, we need to we need to protest out in front of some of them too. Maybe that's what it's coming to. I don't know because uh, I put a sign up yesterday. There's a lot of churches have the form of God that they ain't got no power. I'd be out in front of them telling them, like in Lafayette, if you're uh, if you're a pastor or you're a church and you're supporting this kind of stuff, where two drag queens that have been authorized by the public library in advance to come in and teach your children that are three, four, and five, some six, by the hundreds, come into a place that's safe for them to give it out to you because they got 30 cops watching you as you yeah. come there. They're going to give you two stories out of a storybook, one about a fish, and I forgot what the other one's about. I got to get into more of that. And I tried to go in. That's when they about arrested me. But... Uh, the fish is being tolerant of all kind of fish. They want everybody to be tolerant of their sin. And that's what it is. Yeah. Men, dre men dressing up like girls, sitting down in a little cuddleful chair with all these balloons, coloring books, and telling kids it's all right for Johnny to like Johnny and Susie to like Susie. Okay? Yeah. That's wrong. Now, that's what's going on. You can look up dragqueenstoryhour.org if you got the stomach for it you will see that they're doing this all across America where they're getting public access and public libraries paid with, with tax government money 
and have a room, and they don't have little rooms. They got big ones, bigger than some churches. And I've seen the kids. I've seen how they reacted. Well, you get you get a three-year-old or a four-year-old or a five-year-old with balloons and color and coloring books. Somebody dresses up with makeup. Well, all the little kids like dress up. Right. But they're teaching them guys dress up like girls. There's nothing wrong with it. Oh, my. Then you want to put them in your, you want to put your kids in their laps? I mean, I tell people what's next. The pedophilias want to teach their stories in the law public library. Folks, yeah. listen to me. The Lord has shown me since I heard about this in Mobile, and in two weeks from tomorrow, we're going to Lafayette, Louisiana. You can, you can do just like I'm doing, Google where the next thing's happening. News, actually a lawyer today tried to bring a, um, a lawsuit against them to stop it, and they found out he had a skeleton in his closet, so they immediately left him out. You ain't going to find no skeletons in my closet, people. Yeah, I had a past before Jesus saved me. And I'll tell people, I was just as wicked as you were or are or whatever. But Jesus washed me with his blood. Now, yes. I, still have, I still have problems, but I ain't going to be trying to dress up like no woman and trying to teach some yes. kids to you need to be like me. Here's what's yeah. going on, June. Why is such a, an attempt against this judge that trying to confirm because the left and the sinful and the worldly and some churches believe that abortion is still okay after all these mm -hmm. years. They're afraid of him because he seems to be a godly man, a righteous man, a man on the right that don't believe in that. He's already said, well, that law is established. The only law that's established is God's law, okay? Right, right. Just because our Supreme Court or whatever said they wrong is still wrong. Yes, so it, it's wrong. It's wrong to have a public library. Why are they going public? This is a test. I told everybody I'm finding out reading and studying already because the kids that have survived the doctor's knife in the wombs, which there's been many of those. Now they're going to go after the little bitty ones it's while they're teaching the ABCs and the one, two, threes. Why don't they teach Johnny loves Johnny and Susie loves Susie? We get wow. this all right. That's what they're doing. Wow. My wife, my wife was in the restroom for any of those that I've already had to block people. I've already had threats. I never had so much warfare in the last two weeks that I've ever had in my ministry is when wow. I stood when I stood up and stand in the gap from these people. Say these wow. people, these these people don't like what I'm doing showing up with that cross. That cross is an offense to most yes, people. Come on. The cross right. is something that represents that Jesus died on. That's why yeah. I show up. And the news cameras were all over me as soon as I got there. I ain't yeah. said one word. They started asking me questions. So yeah. this is going on all over America. I want people to have the guts for it, the stomach for it, I don't like it, but the Lord says, what about the kids? You got innocent kids going up. They had a, uh, a fence, a barricade, okay, yeah. to the public library in Mobile, Alabama. And they'll do this everywhere because they expect some of us to show up. They waited, but about 12 of us, they thought it was going to be a bigger crowd. I did, too. I sent a letter to 20 churches, 20 churches 
and just those handful of people showed up. So there's eggs on people's, there's eggs on the pastors on people's churches down there, and they'll be down here too. Yeah. I ain't about to put eggs on pastors' faces. But if you've got something like that going on in town, you need to be standing up. Like yeah. Fred Wolf. Fred Wolf invited me to church a Friday night before. I spoke there, and we had a prayer meeting, and he supported me. Uh, praise the Lord. And he stood yeah. up. He stood at the council, and he had some people show up. A couple of people showed up with me. Yeah. Um, what I wanted to say is that if we don't stand up for the kids right now, this is a test that's going on in public libraries. If everybody accepts this, what you seem to be doing, you watch what's going to happen in the six months to 12 right. months, what's going to go on in public places, because they are testing the First Amendment rights. Yes. And if we don't test them, you do like the police drag me out and everything. What is good is bad. And what bad is good. And that's what's going on. Me and David yeah. Johnson, me and David Johnson were the thugs. Uh, they shut him down. They shut me down. So we had to go over there to the side of the fence, stand there across. And then they bust mm -hmm. in about three or 400 people or more than that. I don't know. They had a gob of people on the other side. They had all the signs and the rainbow colors on and the hug me shirts wow. and everything. They showed up in force. And they'll and how many Christians? Well, I said maybe a dozen. Wow. At a time. There may have been more coming going, but you know what? They couldn't handle the heat, the physical heat. They couldn't handle the uh the balking from the other side. They couldn't handle the police and they couldn't handle seeing a man with a cross and a man that was with a speakerphone bold enough get shut down. So I'm telling people, you got to be strong to do this. But if you don't stand up now, like I told somebody on your page today, they say, oh, they don't want to hear about this. This is not a great topic to be talking yeah. about. But like I told you, snakes are not something that I like. I don't like to talk about them. Don't like to have dreams about them. I had them in South Dakota the day before yeah. I seen them. Day before, I had a real snake show up right beside the cross at Sturgis, a big python. The Lord showed me a dream. But snakes will come up to your house, get in your house, get in your bathroom where they don't belong, and they will hurt you. If we don't stand up while we can, right? because we are running out of time, but while we can. Yes. If we didn't have the president we had now, it would already be gone. So... But they, they're blasting him because of, uh, well, we won't even get into that, but that's what's well, happening. Stacey, let me ask you this. When you're out there uh, and you're up against like 400 people and there's only 10 of y'all, uh, the guy that's on the speakerphone, I'm assuming, is David Johnson. Yeah. What is, what is he saying on the uh, microphone? Well, when we when we came to the area, it was... I'm going to try to describe this as dramatic as I can, and it won't still be good enough. When we drove up to the church, I scouted out, okay, me and Deborah, and David, his, he had three people with him. I think he had three or four people with him. I knew I had six people, so I was good to go. Because I go a lot of times by myself. I wouldn't go into these yeah. things. But well, there was more. They come and go, but there was never more than 15, 12 people there on that side of the fence. They had barricaded, okay? They had the center spot where you couldn't get to. They had to leave it open 
that was a public access and they had to leave it open getting to the door that was what the police yeah. said that's that's why i knew they couldn't do nothing with me because i was on a pu uh public property so i told them that i said don't you know i know my rights here now i can they said well you can't be blocking this uh aisleway and i said well i won't i'll move around i constantly move around so then i got yeah. around and went behind the barricade where a brother was preaching with the bible he was all by himself. He was preaching with the Bible and that whole bunch on the other side. He had a captive audience, I can say that. He was preaching the word. So I went over there and helped him a little bit. But uh, David was preaching uh, like he does in New Orleans. You know, uh, let me put it this way. It was not a sugar-coated message. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. It was something like John the Baptist would say or something. Everybody says, well, yeah. you're yelling at them, you're, you're uh, protesting, you're, uh, I said, let me tell you something. There's a man named Moses in the Bible. There's a man named Elijah in the Bible. There's a man named Samson. There's a man named David. Ain't none of these guys were uh, pencil whipping it, okay? Yeah. They had slings. They had jawbones of an ass. Mm -hmm. They had staff. I mean, that staff was powerful when Moses fried up and so well David was doing his uh get right or get left message I guess you could call it uh he was just coming right after sin because he knew what the police were going to do he, he was telling them how they were living and how they had perverted it how they had stolen the rainbow and how they were quoting scripture out of context we had we, oh yeah we had a bunch of them over said so we're believers we just wow. we just believe different than you. I said you a lying devil. So uh, he got maybe ten minutes in, and the police was all over him, and they took it away. They didn't take it away. They shut him down, or or were threatening to arrest him. Why? Because they said that he couldn't have an amplification, and they started naming out ordinances, this and that and other. So you got to know stuff like me and David. You know, we won't get into yeah. all that here. We don't want to bore people unless you're going to come out there and do this then you need to you need to talk to me yeah Be because you'll get uh you'll either get tased or arrested like i almost was that's the closest i ever got and i said yeah. why because i went into a room with a bunch of little kids to see what was going on i didn't even say nothing june they were dragging me out of there stuff army I, I, man what? i mean they, they wasn't playing it wasn't kind of like cross with you no, I oh, you you kidding? They wouldn't let me bring that cross in there. I bet. That really yeah. freaked him out. They'd arrested me for sure. But my cross, <laughs> it's too big. But they knew yeah. me. They knew this shirt. See, I had this shirt on. Yeah. I stood there. That drag queen was being interviewed on TV. I stood there. I was trying to get. I couldn't say nothing. I was trying to get a word. So, the cops come and got me, and they said we heard about you. They knew my name. They knew I was coming. You a troublemaker. Well, I'm a troublemaker, huh? I'm a troublemaker for the devils who I'm a troublemaker for. Mm -hmm. So he started hauling my name out front. Nobody knew me. And I looked at Dave and I said, wow, this is that scripture coming to, coming to pass. Jesus I know. Paul I know. I think they know me. They knew my name. I bet. So, so, anyway, that's what the drag queen story is about. It's if they're coming for your kids, and this is a good test, and uh, the public schools, they're already doing, they're doing stuff in public schools that people knew what they were doing. 
listen, when I was in 10th grade, sex education was about how uh, a lady gets pregnant, how the baby's born, and how they have one, right? Yeah. Sex, sex education in these some of these videos I've seen uh-uh, with the teachers up on the table and doing stuff. That, oh, I can blow you. I've, I've seen videos that are X-rated that are teachers are teaching their kids in school with, uh, oh man, I know, uh, this is, this is, this is for the rough crowd tonight. Okay. Yeah. But this is what's going on. If they're teaching your kids in public schools, how to play with toys. Okay. Do I got to say anymore? Wow. Uh, what do you think they're going to be doing pretty soon? Why they, t they doing this stuff right now. They, right. they after our kids. And if we don't stand up for our kids, it's all over with. It yeah, is I, all over with. And they got, you're going to, here's what's going to happen. You're going to take your kids out of school. They're going to come and get you. We're coming to. Some, let me, let me pull off of your mentorship a minute. Okay. Let's say we've got evangelists watching this broadcast right now that uh, they want to be bold like you. They just don't know like how to do it. Would you kind of teach them a minute? I'm sure that before you go out, uh, you probably do some type of prayer campaign uh, to prepare the soil. And then, like, what is the procedure? What would you talk to the younger ministers out there? What would you say? Well, praise the Lord. Hello, Sherry Ross has joined us tonight, her and her husband, Rick. I heard today that you were going to have them on. Yeah, uh, they're a great couple. I encourage people to get evangelists that want to set up a tent, get these people to come, especially with that new tent they got. I can't wait to yeah, get up under yeah. and be with you guys. Oh my God! They're gonna talk about. Oh that. man, that's gonna be cool. But uh, what I would tell people first, I don't go anywhere without the Lord telling me that's where I want you to go. I yeah. say where. Where next, Lord, is where I'm praying already after Lafayette. So I don't know if Wichita came up this evening on purpose or not. But I pray about it, and the Lord gives me more than one confirmation. I get two confirmations or more. And um, so then I go, and then I start preparing for it weeks in advance. Start praying about it, get myself. Uh, Robert Ross Wade, my friend. Boy, I miss you, man guy I used to work with there he's, he's gone and I'm in another place but um um it was the same I get prepared I pray about it seek the Lord about it and then uh he starts giving me a heart for that city I start uh checking into the city what's the city name and uh population what's going on in that town but usually the Lord's already directed so I just go in there so I get myself ready and there is no books for this, so I can't teach nothing here in five minutes. But yeah. people, uh, best way to do is just get me to come there. If you're really interested in evangelizing your city out there on the streets, what I suggest now, the way I learned was just going all these places because the Lord had me go everywhere I lived after hurricane first. I didn't know what that was all about, but I was reclaiming the land, okay? Land's yeah. real important yeah. to God. It is. Uh, I've learned, yes. Boy, I mean, well, you know about it. Yeah, I watch yeah. what you do. It's very important to God. I mean, go look at the New Testament. and I mean, the Old Testament at the beginning, how God talks about land, and he's still. Yeah. I mean, boy, I could I could go off on a uh, rabbit trail here about land. Don't want to, but um, 
That's why he had me go to a city and stand on a corner, and I would pick a spot where the Lord wanted me to go. And he usually had to do with a street name or just surrounding. I go to Google Maps, and I get there and look around like I'm with the cross, and I see where the people are going to come. Wow. I I look for a a good spot where people can come, have good access, but you're standing out in a stoplight where people have to stop. I picked that (laughs) on purpose. Yeah. I've gone to places where I know that you'll have three cycles before you get through the stoplight, and they're looking at the cross the whole time. I've seen husband and wife get in a full-blown fight right there in the car because of the cross that they're looking at. Wow. Oh, I've seen all kinds of stuff happen. People jump out of cars and, and just, I mean, I've seen, I can write about it, but that stuff prepared me for now because the Lord's saying, now I want you to go to big events, big crowds, lots of people. So more, it's a simple number game like we do with anything else. The more you, more people see it, more chances for somebody to come up and ask you. But here's how you prepare, you say. How do you prepare for it? You just got to read the word and you got to pray because people are going to come up to you. Like on Bourbon Street, or uh, that's a different avenue. People will come up with drinks in yeah. their hand. First thing they're going to ask you, is it wrong to drink? Um. I've had people jump out of the cars. A lady one time in Picayune jumped out weeping and crying, said that her marriage was on a rock. Her husband filed for the divorce today. You look like somebody could pray. I mean, I get people, desperate people want me to pray for them. The, the cross is assigned to them, okay? People's houses are burnt down, and I was their sign. And uh, I, got one, I got stories after stories. It's thick. I bet. But, that prepared, that's what prepares you years of doing it. So now I can teach people quickly just how to react to people. The best way to do is to be Holy Ghost filled, prayed up, fasted up, be ready to know that you're just going to have a talk with somebody, debate with somebody, because you can't prepare for every person. That's why this is so cool, because it's not like preparing the message. You got to prepare for that person. And God will yeah. give you discernment. God will give you discernment, a heart, words of knowledge, the power of prayer for these people. And that's how you change them one at a time. Or in oh. this case, like we did on Sturgis, you know, well, lots and lots and lots of people. Yeah. Uh, so this here, this here is different. This is confrontational, the drag queen is. But I'll, look at all the kids, the, the parents who bring these kids in. And they're seeing all this on the right. And a man... With a big cross on the left, they're looking at me like, "What's this all about?" Yeah, kids are kids are gullible, so the Lord's like, "You got to stand up. You got to do something." So uh, that's what I'm doing. So uh, you can probably ask some more questions because I could just talk forever about it. Yeah. Well, uh, I would like to ask another thing about land because. I do encourage you, church, if you can read the Old Testament about the way that God sees land. Because did you know that the land is held accountable to God for the sins that take place on it? And that's why a lot of the land will swallow up. They, I've, You've seen it in the Bible like with Moses. When those people come against Moses, Korah, Korda, whatever, they came against Moses. And when they went before God in the temple, the land literally opened up and swallowed them alive, alive. I mean, 
the land Moses. embarrassed with all the sin and shame that it's doing to it. So, yes, I, I understand what you're saying about the land and how we've got to pray and talk to the Lord about the land and whatnot. The land and this has a lot to do. This is a shofar. Yeah. When we went to Little Rock, the Lord told me to cleanse the land. I took the flowing oil that's coming out of the Bible from, yes. from the two guys in Georgia, yeah. which I've seen more than once. It's the real deal. I heard a very famous preacher cut it down this week. I was heartbroken because this, this lady, I believe in her, but I tell people, and I wrote on Facebook, this is an important message for all those that follow me and share to others. Even uh, when you're following me, be careful who you follow because they need to line up with the Bible. Yeah. I And I know I can't get along with every preacher, but I need to find the common denominator, Jesus, the Holy Ghost, the Word. But when someone starts knocking something like Brownsville yeah. or the flowing oil or a particular preacher, you better know what you're talking about. Yeah. Just because you read something on the Internet don't mean it's true. Or you read yeah. something on Google or Facebook, it don't mean it's true. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm doing. You know they're going to start lying about me. And yeah. uh, uh, So don't believe everything you read out there. Uh, you can check with me before you start knocking me on Facebook, okay? Yeah. I told somebody the other day uh, that started knocking what I was doing. I said, uh, I'll, I'll invite you to come do it with me, and then you can knock me afterwards. Let's see, right. see how, let's see how your knocker is working then. But pour the oil on the ground, the flowing oil, wasn't just any oil, oil that God's made, and I believe that. You can check it out, flowing oil. Something yeah, it's you. really so clear, too. Oh, I've got it. And I've had many vials given to me to give out to preachers, and they went through it that fast. Wow. Uh, and then I blowed this shofar given to me by Dennis McCrary, and I met him. He has a shofar call international. He knows what he's doing. He teaches on this better than anybody that I've ever heard. The importance wow. of this. Very powerful. That's somebody else you need to get uh, interviewed on your show. What's and, his name? Uh, Dennis McCrary. Shofar Call International out of Cincinnati, Ohio. I'll get you a link to him. I didn't know how to blow this thing, and I, I was a, that was a weak attempt. But yeah. I learned I learned how when I went to Phoenix, Arizona, where he was having a conference, or he wasn't, but he was oh. invited. I learned how to blow that thing in ten minutes. But I said I've always wanted one, so we took this and blowed this. So. Shofar call, I mean shofar, uh, flowing all, big cross, we cleanse the land where that satanic statue was yeah. put up for three hours. Now yeah. we're taking that cross and taking what we're doing. I'm going to keep doing whatever. I don't know where all God's going to take me. But yeah. right now, right now on these next event is fighting for kids again. And we'll see what happens after that. My ministry goes with the flow of the Holy Spirit. Okay? Now, Stacy, so, this event that you're going to in a couple of weeks, uh, what if some people watching the broadcast want to join you there? Can you tell us where it's at and what time and all that? 
Yeah, I actually had people that wanted to come to Little Rock, but we didn't have enough time to advertise it. But um, um, if you can't come, I need your help to get there. See my PayPal? I could use a few dollars here and there to rent a truck no, and pay for gas. Is it Stacy what Mitchell? Stacy five Mitchell? PayPal.me. Everybody knows that, right? Yeah. It's Stacy five Mitchell. Well, you got to ask me why the five's there, right? Ask me about the five. <laughs> what about the five? Well, there's a very Stacy, very famous Stacy Mitchell in California. She's an author. She writes books. Oh, man. Uh, now you can search my name and you'll come up. There you go. Put it up. She probably knows about me. Like, who's this guy? He's got a five in the middle of his name. Yeah. Well, she beat me to all the advertisements. But five is the grace of God, the hand of God. I like to minister to people like this with five hands, lay hands on you. But when I minister to the devil, it's like this. Five <laughs> hands, too. That's so that's, and if you look closely, you spelled Stacy wrong, S-T-A-C-Y. Without the, yeah, there's no E in that. Uh, C-E-Y is a girl, Stacy. C-I is a girl, Stacy. We claim Stacy, S-T-A-C-Y, as a guy name, okay? Yeah. People said, wow. And if you have trouble remembering my last name, all I got to do is tell people, Stacy, my dad thought he was going to name me a girl's name and me be a girl. I'm still a guy. I've been ever since. I'm not like these people, okay? And yeah. if, you can't, if you can't remember my last name, it's Mitch Hale. I, I try to. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. told a man on the bus or somebody the other day, I said, if you can't remember my last name, just tell uh, Mitchell's trying to get the hell out of people. Mitch Hale. I'm trying to get the hell out of people, okay? Trying to get heaven it. trying to get heaven in and hell out. Get that the hell out awesome. of here, right? That's hell, awesome. If people say he's cussing, I said, no, Jesus talked about hell more than I did. Yeah. He said there's a place prepared in hell for liars and drunkards and fornicators and da 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 da. So your sin yeah. will find you out. I don't care. Drag queen is not an approved thing to be doing in church and in the public library. It's a sin, okay? Yeah. Just like everything else, people say, why do you want to hit on them? I said, they're coming after the kids. That's why they done stepped on yeah. where they don't need to belong. I got two kids, and I love kids. Well, Stacey, you know the other day when you did that post about the sinners in the hands of an angry God? Oh, yeah. Okay, can you explain to us... Uh, why you put that up and why is that so important? I know it was a very wow. famous. Well, it's the most, if you go look up the most famous sermon, that's what you're going to find. Yeah. By, by, um, Lord, I'm saying, I always get, get Wesley mentioned up with Jonathan Edwards. These are the people that Steve Hill at the Brownsville Revival talked about all the time. Uh, Jonathan Edwards and, uh, Wesley and, uh, Finney and, and uh, David Wilkerson, Leonard Ravel Hill. Man, I said, I, I talk about those guys. You don't hear me talking yeah. about these watered-down people. Um, they, we have enough of people that are trying to sugarcoat everything. Yeah. And people, people think God's up there 
they have two misconceptions, June. Here's where they most either they're one or the other. They think God sits up on a throne. He's got flowers all around him and birds all around him. And they do nothing but sing sweet, sweet is the Lord. Hey, I believe that. The birds sing that. And the angels sing that. You know what? They don't they don't sing sweet is the Lord. They sing holy. Yes. Holy, holy right. is the Lord. That's now right. if you have a fear, that's the way people think that God can do no wrong. He loves you every they just that's the left and the right or Democrats, Republicans. The truth is in the middle. Because yeah. a lot of people think that God was just don't. He ain't got no um, wrath. He don't have no correction. They think it's all just sugar. All just bless me, bless me. Yeah. No. Now, then, then you got people on the right. I won't call it right. I said need another word because left and right people yeah. get it. Thinks he's trying to say something about left and right. It's not that. Let's between. Let's put it this way: lightness and darkness. Okay. Yeah. And then you got people that think, well, God sits up there on the throne with a great big hammer, and he's just waiting for you to move. He's going to smash you. <laughs> am I right? Yeah. Okay, that's what people think I am. I said, no, I didn't get saved that way. I was living in sin. I was about to commit suicide. So the only thing that kept me was my mama's teaching. And it wow. wasn't all the sugar-coated stuff. She said, son... If you're going to commit suicide, you'd be jumping out of the frying pan into the fire. I said, fire? Frying pan's bad enough. I don't need fire. See, that's, I tell people, here's my case. Here's where I'll rest it. All of you that watch me and share and listen later on, if you go to a doctor and you're sick and you know you're sick and he tells you you're not sick, Here's some sugar pills. Just go home and everything's going to be okay. You won't go back to that doctor because he didn't diagnose you right. He didn't give you medicine. That is you are, good, Stacy. Oh, listen up. Listen up. That's just a sickness. What yeah. if you go to the doctor and you had cancer and he didn't want to tell you because he know it would scare you. It might offend you, make you sad. So he tells you, you're just sick. Go on home. You'll be all right. That's what's going on in a lot of churches. Yeah. So six months later, he goes to another doctor because he feels worse. And the doctor says, you've got cancer. But if you'd have came six months ago, I might have could have done something about this. What's he do? I told another guy, and he said, there's nothing wrong with me. And he said, oh, yeah, he just didn't tell you the truth. That's right. Amen. And then the guy's going to say, I thought you guys took a oath to protect us and do good. We do. He said, I'm going to go home and get a lawyer and sue that other doctor because he malpracticed. We got malpracticing Christians all around us. Wow. Yeah, that one takes home. I'm going to teach that everywhere I go. Are you a Christian that are, yeah. are malpracticing with other people or are you giving them the truth? Yeah. See, the, the message... The sinners in the hands of an angry God, that is not a place you want to be, the fear of the Lord. Because yeah. when you come, what's it going to say when you come into heaven? Well, and faithful servant, yeah. enter in. Or it's going to be, 
oh, wait a minute. You did all this in the name of the Lord, but I didn't know you cast you out in the outer darkness where there's weeping and gnashing now, teeth. Stacey, when people, if they would study the Old Testament, like uh, when God first was building a relationship with mankind and he, uh, you know, did the partnership with Moses and then he was building the tabernacle and all this. If people would really study that, they would have a different understanding of sin because then they would see that God wants to have a relationship with mankind, but he's so holy that he cannot be around sin. And that's, that's why it. Sin, that's it right there. Yeah, sin had certain levels. You would have to kill animals certain ways according to what you did and how it was done and all this. And then uh, it all had to be taken care of. And God had to, he had to stay back when it had to do with sin. He couldn't be nowhere near if God ever come out of the Holy of Holies and he Ooh, come out of the edge of the, the temple, mountains. you can forget it. He was going to kill somebody because now he has to be around all this sin. I mean, it's like if you think about a foreign body, you know, in your body, a foreigner has come. That's how God feels about sin. And yes. see, the church needs to hate sin. I mean, hate it with a passion. We don't need to tickle it. We don't need to rub it and say it's okay. No, we should want to vomit. We should want to, we're not touching that thing, people. That is sin. That is harmful. It will kill people. But so for some reason, uh, we, we have this attitude that uh, judgmentalism, you know, like they'll say. Oh, you know, God, yeah, yeah. Judge, judge, judge. That's the famous worldly Christian, yes. famous worldly Christian scripture used on Bourbon Street anywhere I go. You need yeah. to quit judging people. I said, I ain't said nothing to you. Well, you're standing out here with this big cross. I said, oh, you, you, you feel convicted then, huh? Yeah. I said, this thing is working. I ain't said nothing to you. Because the cross represents the most angered God that we've ever heard of. Follow me, saints. They said, God's not an angry God. He was so angry at sin yes. that they let, he let them beat his son to a pulp. Yeah. Put them crown of thorns all the way in. Stuck him. I mean, he suffered like no man ever suffered. That's because God said, I'm taking care of sin once and for all. People said that was love. That was God's wrath being poured out on sin. Wow. Yeah, it was on Jesus Christ. People said, you don't feel the wrath of God now because you have Jesus. You ought to hate the passion. You ought to hate it with yeah. a passion. Steve Hill said there's several things that count for him every night he preached. One of them was Get the sin out of your life, believers, so that you won't backslide, so that you won't fall away from God. See, I don't believe in that once saved, always saved bull. I was taught yeah. that one. No, yeah, that stuff me. won't fly. You can yeah. you can backslide and where the seven demons come make you worse off than you was when you was saved. That's what happened to me and my wife. 
So I yeah. ask, ask an experienced person. I ain't always been now, a holy Stacey, person. I want to ask you something. Steve Hill, uh, tell them who Steve Hill is. Okay, cool. I got me a, I got me a prop. I'm going to do, even, even, even my pre preaching friends that have watched me, we don't have but just a few, but they know I'm a prop person, right? So hold on one second. All right. Because I got something nobody else has got. Okay. Bride, you're going to really enjoy this because Steve Hill is very important to Stacy. So he is about to share something with you from his life. Because I've got something that nobody else has got. Nobody. Because I got it from his wife, Jerry Hill. Okay. She's a powerful preacher and she's traveling everywhere now. I have a, I think they call it a shadow box. Now, how did you meet Steve? You see that light there is on. See Steve right there? Yeah. Nelly, you're watching. That's the orange life raft that he preached. He had that message. I preached it once before. Only one time in the Northwest up around there. I believe she was there. I'd got me an old life ring like this one and a new one. Most Christians have the new life ring on and say, yeah, she says she's there. I know, uh, she said, people have that life ring on and they say, ain't my life ring pretty? Ain't my Jesus pretty? Boy, I'm, I'm all right with the Lord. Everything's good. Steve said, no, you need a battered up life ring that shows that you're throwing it out. We got people that ain't never witnessed it, nobody. I said, man, you don't want me standing in front of the Lord. You ain't witnessed at least one person. You're supposed to be at least one one person. Wow. That's in the book. Of, that's in the Bible where the five town, 10, five and one, where the one man says, I buried it in the ground because you're hard. Then you come back and boy, it wasn't good for him. You need to be yeah. witnessing. All right. This is a shadow box. There's one of the little life rings that he give out. I got one of those. And then you'll sing. Throw out the lifeline. That's an old hymn. It's got the song. And there's all the people that were coming to the altar. There's the Brownsville School of Revival. This is special. This was, I got this, nobody else's. Yeah, I got stuff like that. You could smile, Stacy. <laughs> Bill Henderson. You know when I'll smile, Bill? When somebody comes to Jesus. When somebody gets full of the Holy Ghost. Somebody stands up for sin. I'll smile. But you know what? Steve wrote a book. Listen to this, June. If you have not cried for the lost, you won't have a revival. Steve always had red eyes because he was crying for the lost or he was doing without sleep. Steve, Steve didn't smile so much neither because he was always concerned for the lost. He always had that burden of the Lord, okay? Yeah. So I answered that with a smile. Well, people say you don't smile much because I'm constantly thinking, is that person saying? What about that one over there? I wonder if that person in the aisle, they're going to die and go to the Lord. So I'm always thinking. 
So when you're thinking like that, it'll cause your life to change. Oh, I, got, I like so to laugh. I like your laugh. You got one of those contagious laughs. But, I'm uh, <laughs> I, could, I tell you what, I've had the Lord come on me so strong one time that I laughed so hard that I couldn't breathe. I said, Lord, you're going to have to pull this thing back. I'm about to <laughs> laugh myself silly. Yeah. I've been no, that but way. Stacey, I wanted you to tell them about what God did for you with Steve at the end of his life. Oh, wow. You got, uh, we going to be on for seven days straight without a break? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, all I can say is this. When Steve was sick in 2014, he died, he died on March, March 9th, 2014. I remember that day very strongly. And... In February of that year, uh, I knew he was getting worse and worse. He had melanoma cancer and got in his body. And um, I'd called Jerry and I said, me and Deborah want to see you. And she said, well, you better hurry. And that was on February. I'm going to ask the Lord to help me get through this. That was on February the 14th. February, yeah, February 14th and 15th, because it was right at Valentine's Day. So we went in, and I seen him laying on his bed, and I'd always had all this picture of him this. Man, when he talked, he preached, he has a fire of God in his voice. Fire of God in his voice, June. I ain't heard nobody like that since. I can hear it in John's voice, Kilpatrick, Pastor. And I've heard it in a few other people, but God, he had the fire of God in his voice. He was so contagious to listen to. And he didn't preach sugar-coated messages at all, at all. I mean, I got saved every weekend, okay? Yeah. That was the way I felt. When she said, you need to hurry up. So me and Deborah and Sonny, my close friends from Brownsville, we went in there and he was laying in the bed and we seen him and and Deborah just fell at the knees, fell on her knees at the foot of his bed. Oh. Me and Sonny grabbed both arms, and uh, we lifted him up. And I said, well, Sonny, I said, we've got two options here. We're going to pray and read him the scriptures like he always read it to us. And I said, uh, we're going to say goodbye to him. Or else we're going to raise him up and we're going to be famous. <laughs> I said, the two guys that raised up Steve Hill from the from the deathbed. I said, wow, wouldn't that be a credible story? So I said, I like that story. But uh, he was really bad off. So we joined hands and prayed for him. And... Um, he was he was out of it. He was really, really sick. And I asked Jerry if I could lift his little hand up one more time. Have it, put it right there. She said, go ahead. And I picked it up, put it there. And she said, more, Lord. That's what Steve always prayed for us. I tell people, all you famous preachers out there, 
Steve says, is your shadow healing the sick yet? Mine ain't yet, is what Steve would say. Steve never looked at himself as a big man, even though they had a great big revival. But, uh, you know, I got a humble dose of what giving your life for the Lord is what that man did. Yeah. And that revival, he laid it all down. I tell people, they think they're laying it all down. I said, you don't even know. People talk about revival. I said, you don't even know. I could, somebody sit down with me in a room for two hours. We'll hear their stories of revival. And I'll tell you stuff. And we'll ask the crowd of 10 people watching, what do you think? You'll hear the story. That's why I still talk about it. Because there ain't been nothing like it since. People say, oh, yes, there is. And I said, I don't see nobody beating down any doors to get anywhere where they wait all night and all day. People spend all their last money, fly yeah. from all over the world to get there. And we didn't even have internet and Facebook then. And you think you got something going on? Excuse me, please. Right, right. I only asked a few people who were there. We lived in an incubator of God's presence. Oh. I'm telling you, I could tell you story after story, but I, bet. I, I was so glad to be a part of that. It's still a part of my life. You'll never hear me quit talking about it because cause of that is what I'm doing now. Because of Jesus, of course. Uh, yeah. People say, people say we talk more about Brownsville. And I say, you listen carefully and you'll hear what comes out. You'll hear passion fire get the sin yeah. out love jesus more than anything jesus is your best friend man i got him on my shirt all the time what you talking about <laughs> jeez you're talking about jesus said i go around with him on my glory to god that's my ministry shirt people say my wife says do you wear anything else i said he's on this one he's shining that's a special made you can't you can't get this at walmart okay yeah but they, they found out, I had this for everybody else. This is at Walmart. It says, you all, this one I changed it, we all. You all need Jesus, big letters. You know why I changed it? Why? The one on Walmart now all says, y'all, you all need Jesus. Y'all need Jesus. I had a lady come up to me, what about you? And I said, I need him more than you do. Wow. I, need, I need him tomorrow and today. I said, without him, I'm a dead man walking. I'm still a dead yeah. man walking to the flesh. But I said, I love my Jesus. So don't don't tell me that I'm awkward by talking about a revival. I said, if you ever have yeah. a revival like I did, it'll make you do something crazy like carry a cross on the street right. for nine years. People said, you ain't got to be so dramatic, so radical. All the people on the planet. How many people ever get to experience a revival like that? That's what one man told me three days before he passed away. I had a man sit out in front of my car, out in front of my house, three days before he died. Didn't know he was going to die. I can verify the story, get people to verify it. I was telling him about it, and I was crying. He shook his head. Deborah can tell you, she's watching. Oh, Josh Rodriguez. I'll never forget that because he died three days later. And I said, man, his last experience with me, he was the voice of the Lord. He said, brother, you, you're talking about 
a revival and you said it's gone, he said, a lot of people never experience what you experienced. You need right. to carry the fire out. You got it in you. You know what it was about. You got to experience it. Be thankful that it was in your life. Yes. I never forget that. Him sitting in my sitting in my car telling me that. And then three days later he's dead. Had a he preached. Check this out. He preached in Birmingham where I'm at. He prayed about Jesus coming back. Are you ready? To a bunch of believers. His wife even told me that they had a little discussion on the way up to Birmingham. He said, are you really ready to meet the Lord? She got mad. Or Deborah asked me that or somebody else asked you that. Are you really ready? You're going to take your defense. Yeah. Maybe he knew something. He preached, are you really ready for the Lord? He preached that in a home gathering, got through, went to the bathroom, locked the door, and fell over dead. Wow. And then they all wanted to know when a week later I talked to him, we wanna we're gonna sit down and have a special meeting between each of us and think about what he said to us, the last thing he said. Well, oh. I thought I thought about him three days before what he yes, said to me. Awesome. Yeah. So don't ever don't ever forget something that people talk about Jesus like that. Well, Jesus is the best thing that ever happened to me. Yes. Yes. Deborah's second. Brownsville Revival <laughs> is third. Because I met I met Deborah at a tent revival. Oh I didn't meet, I didn't meet her at no club, okay. <laughs> I met her at a tent yeah. revival. Yeah. Yeah. We've been married thirty five years and we've been through a lot of ups and downs. But Aww. I got a woman I got a woman and she knows it there. She she cooked me a best supper. It's waiting for me in there. That's another Aww. thing. If you love the Lord, you'll put you put the put put the plate back a little bit. So we got to do this first. She fixed yes. me a beautiful roast and some sliced tomatoes. Praise the Lord. Aww. But uh, she well, stands behind me, prays for me, and uh, she loves you too, June. I know I love her too. Well, Stacy, would you mind praying for us and the people watching before we get off here? Yeah, I was gonna say we we went a while. And 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 all the and all of the scrollers they done left. I've seen them come and go. They do that. Anybody that stayed on there, you can let me know that you're still here by saying hi. I can test. People say I watched. You didn't watch the whole thing. You left uh, about uh, five minutes in. You know ah, that guy talks too long. Well, it's it's not like Brownsville. We lock the doors and you can't leave. We never. <laughs> Yeah, we we never did do that. People accuse us of doing that. We never did do that. People would yeah. stay and stay past midnight, two or three o'clock in the morning. Then we had to beg them to leave, you know. And then they'd go outside with a tent and stay all night and all day. That's passion. Hey, they're all telling you they're still here. Yeah, Kathy's Kathy, still here. Okay, yeah, I knew they got some. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> look at them. Okay, well, uh, see, Lord. Lord, we we gonna. I'm gonna. I said I was gonna promise to start doing uh, at the end of what I see some other people doing that are real, uh, like Timothy and Rachel in the Northwest and some other people. They pray for people at the end to get words of knowledge. So uh, my time's your time, and so is June. 
So if you got special prayer requests, needs, is it okay if we do that for a second, June? Yeah. If you, any of you out there got a special request or prayer that we can pray together for you while we're here, write it down there now. If not, then we'll just do a, uh, a cover everybody prayer and over people. We're going to do that anyway, but yeah, I'd like, to, I'd like to give the Lord a couple minutes here because it's his time and yeah. man, I, I feel the anointing holding this thing. I ain't kidding. You. Ever I'm, since I grab, ever oh. since I grabbed this thing, I've been I've been lightheaded. Glory to oh, God. Shalaboshika. Yes. Man, I'm telling you what, I feel the power of God holding that thing. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm gonna get me an office like you one day, June. And I'm all, I got all kinds of I got an art painting up there. First time I got a prophetic art up there. Oh. Uh, I I got other stuff up, man. I got a lot of stuff. I need a I need an office, but I just yeah. I ain't never, I ain't never got one. Okay. All right. And here we go. Asking for direction on what God wants me to be doing for him. Yes. And Zulema says surgery in my cervical next, next month. Well, there's two of them right there. Praise the Lord. Yeah. All right. We'll start with the answer that you, you asked first. Lord, you pray with me, June. You just jump in there anytime you want. Father, we ask for direction on what, oh, wow, they're just going to start lining up, so we'll have to just uh, do like I see somebody else do. We'll start with that, and they'll roll. Yes. Lord, we pray for Ann right now that you, the Holy Ghost, I, I, as, soon as, I said, as soon as I said Holy Ghost, Ann, I heard the Lord. That's the way I want it to work tonight, too. I feel like, Ann, the Lord is going to give you some dreams. He's going to give you some directional dreams that you'll know. I tell people to get two confirmations. Now, I've learned that from a lot of ways. The Lord will give you a confirmation, and he'll tell it from another way, give you a dream. I believe the Lord, and, and I, the scripture that I'm thinking of when God says, truly, truly, or verily, verily, Jesus did that a lot. Why would Jesus have to say, wake up, wake up, Stacy, Stacy, June, June, or verily, verily, true, and, and, or why did he, in the Bible, the, the, the little boy, the Lord kept calling him, calling him by name. And after the second time, the prophet told him, he calls you again. You answered, here am I, Lord. So there's, yeah, you know, and it talks about two being a witness. You know, the Lord will give you two witnesses. So, Father, I pray over Anne right now. I pointed her name on the screen. She And I'm asking you to give her direction what you want her to be doing. Yes. And, and and you pray that way. You say, Lord, it's you doing yes. right now. I want to do something you want me to be doing. What what would you have me do, Lord? That's what I pray. Yes. Where do you want me to go? What you want me to do, Lord? When do you want me to go? And when I do that, boy, I mean, it, he just he just like a big, I see the Lord. And here, I know it's a word of knowledge here. Man, I feel the Holy Ghost, you. Yes. I see the Lord. He's. He's got you like an old grandfather clock, and that oh. clock that clock represents wisdom and things working right. And God is cleaning and he's oiling and he's synchronizing your clock. And I hear the Lord says there is a season coming upon you where the clock will strike the number that you will know it to be, and you'll hear that. Don't, don't, don't. I did it purposely on three, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, but it's also in the midnight hours. 
the God, the Lord to speak to you. When you lay down and be still and everything going on, I see, also see, uh, wow, I'm getting a lot for you, Ann. I see in the morning sometimes, you know, I see, here's what I picture, here's what I see. The Lord giving me, uh, uh, I see uh, an outdoor patio, and I see uh, the uh, the wicker-type patio furniture. And I, and I don't know if this is you, but I see a person uh, I've never met you and seen you, so I don't know if this is you. It probably is or somebody close know or a daughter or something like that, but somebody's seeking the Lord out there in the morning with their coffee. So the uh, Lord's going to speak to you. And, and uh, just like your last name, I see Lazar, but I see laser. He's focusing your eyes to be sharper in the spirit. Jesus. Yeah. Name. You have anything for Ann before we move to the next one, Jim? No, I I pray okay. for Ann. Okay. You know her? Yeah. Okay, She's good. Stacy. Huh? She what? She's a young girl. Okay. Well that's who She's I've seen sitting young in. I seen that. You're right well, on it, Stacy. Yeah, right. that's why I see it. Okay, because I seen that young lady that's in the moment. Maybe it's her daughter. That's her then, okay. Yeah. Zulema. I know her from uh, way back when in Bethel days when, uh, uh, well, we had the river of God for everybody even knew what a, a water fountain was. She, she, so, Lord, we pray for her. She's a, an on-fire believer. Lord, she's got lots of zeal. Lord, she don't be, need to be slowed down with her neck in Jesus' name. That's right. Pray. Surgery in my cervical necks next month. So, Lord, I'm asking you right now, let's lay my hand on that neck, and I ask you, Lord, I don't know if it's the disc or the nerves in there, but it's probably those uh, the muscular stuff in Jesus' name. I just pray, Lord, that she feels the heat. Zulema, let me put your hand back there right now in Jesus' name. I pray the heat of God, the glory of God, come upon your neck right now in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Oh, Lord, that we might even hear a little bit of uh, surgery going on even right now. That Lord, she yeah. would uh, she would feel a pop or a straightening or a correction in her neck. Jesus yeah. name, praise the Lord. Yeah. Kathy, son, Andrew has seizures during the night. Well, I bind those in Jesus name. Yes, I, Lord. I claim Psalms four and eight over Andrew. Kathy, look up Psalms four and eight. If you got it, June, read it there. And I'm going to tell you what to do that I've seen many success with this scripture. has a lot to do with people laying down for rest. When people need rest or their nightmares or anything during the night, this scripture works. And I've had people say, wow. And it's a simple scripture. You got it, June? For Psalm 4 and 8? Yes. Uh, do, you, do you care what version it is? No, just read Psalms 4 and 8. It it says, in peace, I will lie down and sleep. For you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. Ooh, I love that version. That's good. Yeah, it's so, NIV. Ka so, Kathy, I don't know how old. If you're there, how old is, uh, how old is Andrew? He's, you in his young, he's 18. 18. Okay. Here's what I suggest to other people, and I found this to work. So it could work in your case, too. You take a Bible and open it up to Psalms 4 and 8. And if you even sense that's coming on, you open that Bible and lay it upon his head. Lay, lay there with a Bible 4 8 on his head. 
I'm actually putting a word of God on your brain over your triggering devices in your brain because your brain yeah. triggers your brain triggers everything father in Jesus name I just heard the Lord say pray for his brain I pray for Andrew's brains Lord and the uh, those uh, uh, I don't know what you call them but they show like on TV where yeah uh, they're all they're all flashing inside there in Jesus yeah. name I pray for a wire connection of his brain, Lord, wherever it's connected to the rest of uh, the part that's having problems that are causing the seizures to start. Well, Lord, I ask you to rewire in Jesus' name. Yes, Holy Ghost, Lord. touch that spot, those spots in Jesus' name. Yes, so, Lord, Lord, that he lays down in peace. And the word of God's what makes it. Because the Bible says that God looks over his word to perform it. Searching yes. to and fro in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We go to Nellie next. Pray for Elijah. Elijah June is a, a young man that hears from the Lord. She's got two sons with okay. Bible names. And Elijah's actually prophesied to me on several occasions, and God bring it to pass just like he prophesied. So uh, when I first got to know him, he was doing pretty good health-wise. He started getting attacked. And that's because uh, he has a the spirit of a prophet on him from a very early age. So he's, yeah. uh, the enemy fights him constantly, man. I mean, it's like, since I got to know him, that boy's been attacked one after another. He's so afraid what this boy's going to do for God. Yeah. So in Jesus name, Lord, I pray for Elijah. And if yes. he's watching, he's called me in the middle of the night and stuff like that. I love him. Uh, I pray, Lord, I just touch him right now in Jesus yes. name that you cause him to be at peace. Mm -hmm. I hear right now to be at peace about some things in Jesus' name. Circumstances are bothering him in Jesus' yes. name. Away yes. from away from the house in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I said Lisa's watching to emphasize to emphasize his point and says, I'm not sure what that means. Uh Ruby. Ruby Way Wayman. Call my daughter out of her new age and occultic stuff back to the Lord. Who shot up all Sunday? Jesus name. Ruby, yes. we call her out of the new age and we call her into yes. the rock to the rock of ages. Where she, she remembers the rock, Lord. I just pray that right now, June. That yes. we we say the rock of ages yes. crushes the new age. Come on, the rock, the rock of ages yes, crushes the new age. Yes. And everything that's tied to it. However, yes. she opened the doors. I hear the Lord say she opened the doors to new age, and that causes all this demonic occultic stuff to come in with it. A lot of people are doing that in churches. and th The little new age don't hurt you. That's a little bit of poison. It'll kill you. Go yeah. ask somebody if they put a little poison on your mashed potatoes, would you eat it? No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't do it. So, Lord, we call her back home. Uh, there's a website, Ruby, I want you to go uh, look at. It's established by Jerry and Steve Hill. It was called prodigalsonly.com. And we call back that backslider in Jesus' name. Lord, I was like that one time. I call him back, call her back in Jesus' name. And if she's confused, that's why I said him and her, and the Lord said she's confused. Of yeah. course, that would... That was just a spirit speaking that, like, just like transgender, don't know if they're a girl or a boy. 
people are confused. It says that's a problem. People confusion, clouded yeah. mind in Jesus' name. We speak clarity over her in Jesus' yes, name. I declare and prophesy that in just in days and weeks that this daughter calls you up and say, I had a dream. I, God come to me. Something happened to her where she says, is there still hope for me, Mom? Can I still come back? Jesus. Yes, okay. Let's go to the next one. Are you okay? Are you okay, yes. June? Yes, I'm just putting a blanket on. Okay. Somebody cold it's out cold. there, huh? It's cold in here. All right. You're right on. He's been directing me to our grandfather clock. Oh, that's a good confirmation, man. Ain't yes. that cool? Yeah. Psalms for me. Uh, see here. I'm scrolling. Thank you, brother. Pray for Melissa. Uh, leave Althea. Althea, leave. Pray for Melissa. Are you still there? Yes. Tell, tell us a little bit more unless I get a word of knowledge. Juan Martinez. Wow, brother. Are you watching? I'm, I told her I'm the little guy carrying the big cross. I ain't nobody but Juan Martinez. He's a powerful, powerful fireball, devil casting out, raising the dead kind of preacher. That guy is something else from Texas. Oh, that's awesome. Nice to meet you, sir. You need to get him on there, man. If you, I mean, that guy's, I, don't know, I think it's the same one. Even if it ain't, you're, you got a powerful name, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it makes me think of him. If you ain't, I just pray that you're more fire than he is. If you're not him, praise the Lord. Hey, I do have a word for somebody watching. Okay. Uh, for somebody watching, I feel like you have uh, a lot of strife in your family. And I'm hearing the Lord say that as you press in, God is going to press in. And for you not to give up. Because a lot of times when the family starts doing shenanigans, we want to give up. But God is saying tonight, don't give up because he has a plan for your family. And God's will is to restore families. So I just want to encourage you tonight not to give up and to fight in the spirit for your family. So me and Stacy come together in agreement for restoration in your family, healing in your family. In yes, yes. Yeah, I believe that was somebody's been watching already too. Yes. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, that was that was uh, just a few of them there. Sometimes you could if you open up door like that, you could be on there for an hour just praying for people. But uh, we found the we found the end. Okay, Althea Lee recovering from a massive tumor being removed. Oh, that Melissa you was asking about. What about Melissa? She's telling you. Okay. Melissa. Yeah, she. Okay, that's right. Well, she had a tumor. She's recovering from a massive tumor being removed. Well, praise God, they got it out, sounds like. Now we ask for all the restoration. Yeah. I, I hear I hear the Lord say, memory, I was taught after my four back surgeries before I ever carried the cross. That's an amazing miracle that I carried a cross after having four back surgeries. I but bet. The, the physical therapist says that when you have a major operation like that, your your muscles and your ligaments have memory like a rubber band uh, that if their uh, tree uh, their uh, therapy's right they'll they'll spring back and they'll go right they'll they'll respond to their uh, normal routine. Yeah. So so I pray, Lord, that the memory of all the spots where they cut to get the the tumor out. 
Lord, we thank you that it's gone. We bind yeah. every we bind every cell and anything that it had to do with, Lord. And then you cause a quick, quick recovery, Lord, to all the the internal spots, Lord, in Jesus' name. And I hear yeah. the Lord say, pray for her energy level. A lot of times after people get surgeries, they need energy level and they don't uh, I can't see you putting up something. I don't know what that was. She was asking but, the website that you said is prodigalsonly.com. Yeah, I believe that's it. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I see where she wrote that. Okay. Yeah. Brother Lou, Lou Cajun from New Orleans watching. I remember he prayed with him a couple of weeks. Okay. Well, I don't think this is going to be one of those because we're so long that people are going, maybe they watch, maybe there's people ain't got nothing better to do. Watch well, uh, Stacey, two people. But... Dinner. I know your wife has cooked you dinner. Yeah. Somebody, somebody send me $10, $20. See that right there? And if you really feel froggy, I need, I got a budget. If I could rent a truck, I like to take my cross in a truck. I don't yeah. have one yet. I rent one for a couple hundred dollars and a couple hundred bucks for hundred something dollars for gas. So I, I got $350 budget if I was to do it that way for this trip coming up in two weeks. Yeah. If not, then I'll just take my little car and break the cross down to five pieces. And it's harder to put up. But uh, oh. the last three, the last three trips, the Lord is just by putting this up. I ain't ashamed to put it up now because I had people send me good donations. Oh, uh, thank you. You know, I, I'm not going to knock $5 because if that's all a person has, but I mean, these people were sending donations with zeros on the end of them. Okay. That's oh. the kind of, that's the kind of stuff I need. Right. That way I can turn around and pass it to somebody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, I want to be able to give just like, uh, Somebody gives to me, and uh, we are uh, okay. CD put that up there. Thank you. Because well, I don't think I, Althea said you was right on it. That was the spot on. What yeah. I wonder what part was because we covered a lot there. <laughs> that was the one where you prayed for that girl, Melissa. Right about the tumor. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, Althea, since you're still there, I said at the end that I feel like um, her energy level, that she needs some energy, because that's what happens after a person operates, get operated on the energy level. I remember after having my third or fourth back surgery, I didn't have no energy. I couldn't even wash my hair, blow dry my hair, and I was like, I was like I'd run 10 miles and just getting out of bed. Yeah. So I just... I just pray for an oxygen level. I hear the Lord say an oxygen level. Did they put the things on their fingers, you know? Yeah, Check that oxygen. I pray yeah. for an oxygen level to come up in her body where she, and uh, vitamin C of the Lord to come into her body. Hallelujah. That you touch her and give her strength in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes, Lord. Well, Stacy, let me pray for you before you get off here, okay? Sure. All right, Bride, look, let's all come together in agreement because, you know, on this show, Bride Time Live, we always pray for all of our guests that God would bless them in the mission that God has called them to. So let's come together in agreement for Stacy tonight, okay? Lord, 
We come together, your bride, your church, Lord, and we lift up Stacy tonight and Deborah, Lord, for the vision that you have called them to, Lord. We partner with heaven tonight that their vision will come to pass in its fullest fruition, Lord, that you will give them all the tools and strategies they need to accomplish the mission that you have called them to, giving them intercessors, Lord, all the technology they need, and Lord... I ask you for a truck. If yeah. he is needing a truck to take that cross, I pray that someone will supernaturally give him a truck. And yes, Lord, Lord, I pray that you will bless him with gas and to be able to go to all the places that you send him to, Lord. And I pray, God, that he will be able to go into full-time ministry just like his heart's desire, Lord, and that you will swing the doors open for him wide across this nation, Lord. I thank you, God, that your word says everywhere our foot treads, that territory is ours, Lord, and you have given Stacy the revelation of land. So, Lord, we as the church... We as the bride, we partner with heaven tonight that this mighty man of God will be risen up and you will give him all the land and all of his heart's desire, Lord. And may the rest of his days be the best of his days. And Lord, the way that he has seen this revival in Brownsville, Lord, we don't take it lightly. Lord, we honor that. We honor the experience that he had, Lord, and we, we rejoice with him for the time that he had there, Lord. But we thank you that greater is ahead, Lord. We thank you that Stacy, with his natural eyes, will see it happen on a greater level, that he will have his heart's desire, and that is his heart's desire for revival, Lord. So we thank you and give you praise, Lord, for all that you're doing in his family. And Lord, we lift up Deborah. We pray you heal her from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. Thank you, God, for breaking out. Deborah, come on now. Thank you, Lord, for filling her with her heart's desire and opening up doors for her, Lord. And we thank you for everything that you're doing in her life. Lord, we thank you for all the years that they have been married. We celebrate that tonight, Lord, and we pray for a, a stronger bond even more than ever in their marriage, Lord. Bless them and let their love for one another be overflowing, Lord, a supernatural love for each other, Lord. We thank you and give you praise for everything that you're doing in his life and what you are doing in our country, Lord. In Jesus' name. Oh, wait. And Lord, I want to ask you about this event coming up. Lord, this one that's in two weeks, God, I pray that you will send the reinforcements, that it will be a lot more than just 12 people, but that he would go there with an army and that he will be proud of the body. That he, I pray too, Lord, about Stacy's heart, Lord, with all the things that his eyes have seen that has brought sorrow because the church has went into this apostasy and all this, Lord. I pray, Lord, that he will see her rise and that his eyes will be very proud of what he sees when he sees the body of Christ 
rising up and the, and the shackles coming off their eyes and, and the scales coming off and then being able to rise up and be the beautiful bride that he knows that she is called to be, Lord, that he will see that. And Lord, I pray that at this event coming up that he will be very proud with the turnout of people that come to support him in this vision, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Let me, let me when you are praying, let me tell you one other thing because I need to, it's been a while since I cast this, this uh, vision out, but so that maybe we people out here can witness this, this night. What, okay. I, what I envisioned once before is a black pickup truck, a four-door, so I could put luggage and have room to take people in. Yeah, you need I, that. I would like a new one, wouldn't, you know, I ain't going to dictate to the Lord. But here's what I, a black truck, yep. and I'm going to have a rack built to put in the back so I can roll it right up. I have a special uh, mechanical thing where I can roll this cross up without taking it apart. Aww. Listen to this now. It rolls up in the back of the truck wherever I go, so I don't have to break it down, put it up. Yes. It has lights in the bed, so wherever I travel back home at night, it lights up going down the highway. You can see oh! this big cross going down the highway. Yeah. Good Lord. And then I'm going to have scripture uh, on the side of it in red, carry your cross daily, that kind of thing. And then have two speakers that are built into the back of the bed where all I have to yeah, I can get a record, I mean a microphone Yeah. without a cord, plug it in and just park somewhere and preach right there and then just, oh, I don't cool. have to, and then park and take off, you know? Wouldn't that be cool? Stacy, no, yeah. I know what you got to do, Stacy. Yeah. That, that design has got to be on the doors of the truck. Yeah. Well, I, I like you to have this, this right here on the doors of the truck. Have that right there on the doors of the truck. Yes. Where would, yeah. See, the light goes yes. by and it shines at nighttime. Yes. Yeah. I'll say he's returning soon or something, but I'll, <laughs> I'll figure out what to put on there. But with the lights lighting up going down the interstate at night yes. coming home, man, you realize how many people, and I put a website or something where they call and say, I've seen this cross going down the highway. Yes. What's this all about, you know? I'll so, see, uh, yeah, I've seen two others like that already where guys have their trucks and their trucks are part of the ministry. And I'm getting older to a point where if the Lord would somehow turn this thing where I could go, then you realize how much I could go and have a four-door oh. to ever go where we could really do some street evangelism and teach oh. people. The ministry could explode, but it would be about witnessing. The ministry explode because we'd be teaching people Soul winning is the number one thing right now. Yes, Lord bless you. All the other stuff is just icing on the cake, but the scriptures yes. there. The Lord don't want nobody to perish. Amen? Yes. Ab above all things, God don't want nobody to perish. And if we can reach somebody, let me, I'm going to end with this. I was in Bellingham, Washington <laughs> a few years ago. And I seen this man has on, on Facebook that has a big yellow truck. And it had a picture of a side on, on his. He ain't playing. It's got a man in hell burning yeah. on the side of his truck. 
I seen him. He had he has a cross that comes up in the back of his truck, hydraulic. It's very powerful, black. Pictures of Jesus on it. It comes up, and then he got then then on the side of it, a jail pops up, and that man's inside. Wow! Oh man, it says Jesus saves, and it has uh, from hell on the back. And I seen that, and I told my friend, stop, stop, get out, right? He's in the middle of the road. I said, I don't care. I said, I've been looking for this guy. So we turned around, we followed him for miles and drove back into yeah. the store. And I said, brother, I've been following you on Facebook. Your truck and your ministry just is so awesome, you know? And yeah. uh, I, every now and then I'll see him on Facebook. So that's the idea where I got of a of a tr uh, cross. I won't mind where it's mine's so big. That cross is not near as big as mine. I want it so oh. that it can, a rack where it can roll out and I can just roll it out on the street and I can carry it a little bit. But it didn't take money to do that. So I'm saying somebody's got to, somebody's, who knows watching, somebody's got to, some money they want to drop down, you know. We're talking yeah. about, some, we ain't talking about chump change here. We take yeah. some money, but, uh, takes money to do everything scripture says it's there so uh, okay that's that's my two bit about that all right well stacy i want to say this before you get off here i just had a revelation from the lord okay. broadcast this week you know i'm going to dc probably next weekend is what i'm thinking next sometime with really the that so, quick yes next I weekend have, yeah i have to get back up there Wow. But I have an assignment I'm doing right now for the government. And so, let me see. Okay. I have to finish this assignment. You know, it's a project I'm doing. And yeah. then I'm back up there. But I'm having a revelation about why I'm doing these broadcasts. The girl that I did last night has yeah. the biggest vision to do a baptism. I've seen that. Like Billy Graham. Next year in 2019, the biggest one. And then here you are putting the call out there to the bride. We've got to get back on the streets. And you're talking about how we've got to go out there and we've got to uh, be vocal and we've got to speak out. And, and, you know, basically you're calling us back to the basics. You said, I mean, the basics, evangelism, getting back out there. Well, yeah, the what the apostles did. Week, Mm -hmm. Yeah, Luke Ross next week, he is going to teach the bride how to do tent revivals. Yeah. I'm think God is like calling the church, come on, we got to get out. We got to get out of the four walls. I think you're going to see a, a major move of God in the tents. He's going to bring the tents back alive. And why? Because uh, I went to Arizona uh, this year. Man, I travel a lot, people. Keep up with what I do. I went to Arizona and I spoke in a tent for two nights up there uh, on the First Nations people up in White River. Love those yeah. people. Been there three times, and and they have tent revival. They have seven camp meetings going at one time, all up under a tent. All wow. these church, all these churches have got their buildings, but they're having tent meetings. And wow. I started looking at them, going to them. I said, people will come to the tents when they won't come to the church. Yeah, I know. Amen. They'll, they'll sit around the outside. You'll work on them two days or something. They'll get out of their cars and come sit on the outside of the tent, and then they'll work their way, and they'll get saved. But see, wow. they won't, they're not brave enough to go to a church. The yeah. tent, they can come and go, and they can see what's going on. 
But, uh, man, you get the tents from back in A.E. Allen days and, uh, um, you know, R.W. Schombach and stuff like that. I mean, God's moving. I believe he's going to do that again. And yeah. I, believe that's, I believe that's where you're going to see a real revival break out somewhere pretty soon in yeah. a tent. There's been several of them. J.D. Ramsey's got one going on up in uh, uh, Illinois. It's Carbondale, Illinois right now. I've been watching him. He's a brother that's been down in this area. He has big tents. Takes yeah. a lot of work to put up the big tents, you know, and right, yeah, and, and people are so uh, uncomfortable that they don't the hot or the cold. They, you know, they can't handle it. Yeah, church walls make it better with heat and air condition. True. But uh, but uh, I guarantee you, if, if God starts moving in the tent and uh, arms and legs start growing out, you'll see people uh, they'll bail out of them churches and they'll go where the fire of God is. They don't care. You ask a sick person. They want to go where God is. They don't care if it's air conditioned yeah. or not. God, God, heal me, please. Right? Yeah, amen. Well, Stacy, thank you so much for your time tonight. Oh, it's my pleasure. Yeah. It's Friday night, and I get to rest this weekend. I ain't got a cross assignment, no ministry assignment tomorrow, so I get to stay with my wife and just hang out at the house. I'm going to oh, enjoy it. Thank you, Deborah, for giving us your husband. <laughs> amen. Praise the Lord. She's a how hungry. Are you? <laughs> I, I, I think she's talking about spiritual, but if she's oh, talking about me now, I'm like, she would do that to me. But I was like, I'm ready to get some roast mashed potatoes and sliced tomatoes. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> well, God bless you, Stacy. Thank you. Okay. Great being with you. All right. And uh, look forward to seeing what you do next weekend. I know. Amen. Okay. All right, bye-bye. All right, bye.